Welcome to Grown Dad Business. This is Aaron Kleiber, straight from the dad quarters with, of course, <laughs> Jason Clark, everybody. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> What's up, man? Are you laughing? I'm giggling, man. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's mid-afternoon. It is a nice day. We've been hitting all hours of the of the clock, me and you. We did an early morning. We usually do. A, we normally do a later at true. night. Today, mid-afternoon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, we're in different it. moods. Yeah, uh, I was I was painting all day. He was. Yeah, <laughs> I have to uh, paint and cut my two acres uh, before I go to Wisconsin tomorrow. So that's fun. Um, Jeez. Yeah, but uh, oh hey, we're introing the podcast. That's what we're doing. Welcome to Grown Dad Business. Uh, we, we have we, we have a reason to celebrate today, and it brings oh. us to our topic today. It's true. Um, Jason is starting a new career. I am. Uh, you we, you may have heard us talk about how Jason was unemployed for a little while. Yeah, but not really. He's always doing all kinds I'm of always things. working. And uh, and I've had quite a few career changes as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, now that we've both learned this, uh, we're going to chat about it. We're going to talk about change of careers and how yeah. fun that is. Yeah. Buckle, <laughs> buckle up, buckle up, you <laughs> son of a bitches. Granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello, underpants. Guys, so yeah, uh, welcome to Grown Down Business, where uh, Jason Clark is uh, starting his new career. Yeah, uh, that's fun, it's huh? exciting. Yeah, it's been a couple months in the works. Um, you've been along, obviously, the journey the whole way, you know, because we're friends. We yeah. talk about, you know, we don't yeah. just come do a podcast and say, "See you, buddy." We usually check in the mail. It's funny because uh, my wife, my, my wife, wife, she'll come in. And poke her head in the dad quarters here, and she'll be like, "Aren't you guys supposed to be podcasting?" And we're sitting there, I'm like, "I know." And here's another thing about like <laughs> we're just we yeah. sit here and have like a like a, a meeting. Yeah, we do for yeah. an hour we, before. I, I was thinking like I was thinking like also we should we need to schedule a meeting. Like we need to like we don't do that. We like no. we should schedule a meeting. Like and just like we need to sit down and. I talk. told you how I do yeah. my meetings, bro. We walk. That's we walk, fine. bro. I go on a walk. Fine. I'm good. I run. I've been running. You want to talk to me, dude? You gotta yeah walk uh, around the like that's where you meet like gangsters. Like yeah. you'd be like oh, if you want to talk, Can we go for know, coffee afterwards and then, go... and then have an even more formal meeting. <laughs> yeah, good. I love you know it. what I mean? Like Sounds oh, you like got to talk to the you got to talk to this guy while he's eating an Italian dinner or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I want to come up my own thing. Yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of sitting there eating some chicken parm. Yeah, just like we're gonna go walk a trail. Just, I'm just walking around. <laughs> I'm just walking around a circle. But yeah, no, but yeah, that's what ends up happening. We end up like recapping and talking about it, different things. And you know, this week we were sort of recapping our show from this past weekend and mm-hmm. talking about that type of stuff. But then, uh, yeah, it's um, so yeah, it's what we do, man. Friends ish, friend stuff. You know, a little business, little friends. <laughs> the way you said that, friend stuff. Friend stuff, everybody. Let's bring it together. Friends. stuff. We hold hands. We talk. Whatever. What did it ever take? Oh. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I'm reminiscing about your career change, mm. uh, and Jason is now a licensed real estate agent. Yes, that's yes. the big announcement. Guys. That's it. Boom. You get it. Yeah. No. It's um. You know what's interesting though? It didn't come out of it didn't come out of thin air. I right. mean, real early on. So 
understand everybody i'm not college educated i don't have a college degree so i went to college i didn't finish college so i've built my life from from nothing i mean i got if you listen back to an earlier episode i think we might have talked on it you know i got thrown out at the age of 19 i was homeless i had to figure it all out from there so jason's thrown it all on you right yeah so i had to figure out my path at an early age and and get moving and i built a very very nice life for me and my family and a successful career yeah. um, in retail management. Yeah. And I ran, we've, we've mentioned it a couple different times you hear Aaron say big box store. I ran a Sam's club, uh, which Boom. is, which is a membership secrets membership, We're letting war- them out. membership warehouse. You know, you might be a Costco town, but or you whatever. ran a Sam's club for a long time. 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. For 14 That's years. I, I, did long, that. I don't want, I don't like being in a Sam's club for an hour. Yeah. Right. Cause <laughs> I spent too much money. Imagine being on there two days before Christmas and dealing with that <sighs> bullshit. I know, man. But it's a, but it, it afforded us a life that, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I will tell you that I loved working for that. You're a good company. people person. I loved work. Thank you. I loved working for that company. Yeah. I loved I believed in what Sam Walton is an incredible entrepreneur Ooh. believed in and what he believed in in the core of everything was just can you respect people yeah like you'll you'll do well if you just show some love and respect right. to people and and things will good things will come your way isn't that funny how that works no that's awesome that because it does welcome every kind of mm-hmm. which way uh crazy person to know Walmart yeah <laughs> just respect them hey <laughs> if hey I, Bottom we of, welcome all yeah. insane people yeah. of every creed, race, and religion. Yeah, please I, come to Walmart at midnight. Yeah. I would tell you, that, I, I would tell <laughs> we you, we love everybody. Mr. Sam never envisioned his company to be what it is today. I can tell you that. Yeah, but, but on the other side, he was a very, very shrewd businessman, and he, yeah. you know, people that I have met over the years that actually sat with with Sam Walton would tell you that a lot of people thought, oh, he's just this country bumpkin. He's a son of a bitch, and he was going to get hey, his. Man. He was going to get his, and he was going to make it work. Isn't so. it funny when people say stuff like that, mm-hmm. or you know? And I'm and I don't mean to de- defend you know politicians or anything like mm-hmm. that. And I'm not talking about any current ones because I will not defend them. Yeah, um, but like when people would say like, "Oh, George Bush is just George Bush is just a stupid idiot from Texas, and his daddy was president." The dude went to an Ivy League school yeah. and was also in the military. Like, yeah. he's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. On, an inte- not... on an intellectual level, I mean, Yeah, let's maybe be he real. can't read a teleprompter too well, but yeah. my man went to an Ivy League school. <laughs> like, he's, and you he's can... a little, might be a little smarter than you. Right, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's as smart as you yeah. with your, with your uh, yeah. liberal arts degree. Yeah. <laughs> this new guy's dumb. But we yeah. agree that, right? Oh, yeah, we agree. <laughs> we that. agree that yeah, 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 yeah. We don't dumb. get into that. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so, so. Our silence speaks volumes. Yeah, so, you know, we did that for 14 years. Like I said, we I built a, a very good career, a great career doing yeah. that. And, and, and was able to provide for my family in ways that um, I was, you know, I was blessed with the way, the fact that I, I made a good enough living that my wife was able to end up staying at home and helping right. our kids through through elementary school and all that stuff. And then she was like, I want to go back to work. And I'm like, hell right. yeah, you go. Yeah, go do your thing, you know. Right. And so I was very blessed in that way that um, it gave me a lot of good things. And then um, I ended up finishing my retail career with with Lowe's Home Improvement. Yeah, there's another little cat out of the bag. Yeah, and uh, that, well, you know, we don't want to say things, you know, no, when you're it's in the whatever. in transition. Yeah, mode. whatever. But yeah, so um, so I know Jason knows everything about lumber. Yeah, what kind of grade you need? What kind of wood you need? Whatever, it don't <laughs> whatever. I look at this person; they know more than me. Talk to them, but yeah, but no. So we had for a while now. You spend almost twenty years in retail. Yeah, and anyone listening would tell you it is an incredibly 
difficult, challenging life to lead. It's the schedules I, are weird. I've never envied anybody that w- made a living in retail. I mean, yeah. that, it, it always seems like, especially some of my friends. Well, you know, I mean, we've been friends for a while, and you know, just being, you know, oh yeah, man, I have to close. Yeah, every that? day this week. I can't. I will be leaving the store after eleven. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Well, what's your week like?" He and you're like, "Oh, eleven to eleven, five days in a row." And I'm yeah. like, "Well, that sucks. All of the balls. Oh yeah, yeah. Every ball I know, it yeah, sucks. Every, them. All of them. All <laughs> at the same, all in the same time. <laughs> all at the same. All yeah, and dipping it, it, down it, into it, your face. <laughs> it's incredible the the things that you end up going through and 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 dealing with. But again, not to to belittle the fact that it's a great it, i made a great living out of it right and, and i think that when you say that you don't envy anyone that does that what ended up happening over 20 years is that the general public mm-hmm. disdain and belittlement of the retail worker yeah it's it's heartbreaking that the way that the public would it became more prevalent early on it would be you know you'd have an asshole from every once in a while that would give one of your employees a hard time yeah you started to see it more and more society made this weird shift oh you mean people that like stock shelves well they look down on you are the same people that like whatever they're they're like they're lowly workers well that's that's what what they they, yeah like a cashier and the things that people would say to these employees of yours and you've got to be really Oh, it was disheartening. Yeah. I I, you know, I only mean from saying that retail workers, what I mean is like running running a retail store sucks all the balls because mm. I wouldn't want to deal with people. Right. I'm not talking about the workers. Oh, yeah. No, the workers. I'm talking about tw- I wouldn't want to deal with the public. I would all. tell you in 20 years, 20 years of doing Some that. Some lady come and telling me that this sweater is a... I'm like get away from right. Me. So, but I would like, to that point. Twenty years of doing it, I could probably count on one hand. Excuse me, I'm five employees that I, I had it. an issue that just was a problem. Right, and I was running stores with two hundred employees. Right, so you know, it's the general public. So there was just sort of. So bottom line is, it ground me down. Right, like I had said to Melissa, the 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 the, the word around the house was. There has to be a better way. <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah. all we kept saying. There's, there has to be a better yeah. way. And early on, before I met Melissa, I was young. I was probably twenty. Um, I remember going and visiting a real estate right, office, right. as looking at saying, "You were too this... rough around the edges then, weren't you?" Oh, I will. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. <laughs> Plus, plus, I was so young. I had no life experience. Now Jason walks in with. With uh, <laughs> coordinating belt and shoes, of course, of course, of course, of course. I'm a fancy gentleman. But today. your your socks and your shirt coordinate so I, as well. I, well, I came from an office. I was at the office and and doing. As that soon stuff. as you walked in, what did I say to you? I'm like, like you, you son, son of, of a bitch, bitch. <laughs> coming in here. Uh, look at me right now. Look You're at painting me. Painting your house. I was at an office meeting. So I yeah, I'm, I'm a mess. It, right it's okay. Now. I don't paint my house in a blazer, but I have one on today. <laughs> but I. But but what my point is, it, it it didn't come out of nowhere. It was something that was in my head. Over twenty some years ago, yeah. and then I know that Melissa and I—it was never a necessity—visited it early on before I got into my career in real in in in, in um, retail. Right. So when this time came this past January, when um, basically my job was dissolved with the company, right. Um, 
you know, and you know, Lowe's cut me a check. I mean, it was all good. That's fine. I'm good. Yeah. They 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 severance their people out. Right. And um, did some did a lot of right things. Did a lot. Did, did a few things that were like, oh, I would have done it a little bit differently. But okay. hey, it's yeah. all good. But it was the kick that I needed. Absolutely. And right, the right, eye opening right. experience. And I am so blessed to have a wife that so supportive and so wants the best for me yeah that she would be like let's figure this out together right, yeah. let's get you in a and let's figure this out where you are going to be happy now am i concerned and scared listen it's 100 percent commission people i mean i'm yeah, not getting crazy. a check unless i produce yeah i I like that odds. Oh, me too. I like them odds for oh, me, I, I, and I love and and so. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm when your career is about you, you your work you put in. Yeah, it, it, you can. Yeah, you Jay, work 100 percent on commission. You sit here. Fiber work 100 percent on commission. Absolutely, I do. I tell people all the time. They're like, "Oh, you can't come to this thing this weekend. If I don't work, I don't get paid. That's it. I can't pay the bills. They're like, "Oh, you're you're doing six shows with the flu. I don't work. I don't get paid. Right." Yeah, plain and simple. Yeah. So there is an incredible. So the odds of some people like people like I know personally speaking, Jason and I, when the odds are in, in the favor of what work we put in, we're good. I feel good about. I'm it. fine with that. Yeah, I feel I'm totally good about fine it. with that. And, and oh, I got to rely on nine other people. No thanks. Yeah, and, <laughs> no. And, and the thing about it is, you know, um, it was a challenge. Yeah. You know, I didn't talk much about it to a lot of people because I right. knew the one thing that was out there was that. You've got to take a test, and you've got to pass these federal oh, and these state level in. tests. And you I had to sit a there since you took a forklift test well, at Sam's Club well, seventeen years yeah. ago. Yeah, my thing. <laughs> my, yeah, my thing is, I've not. It's been over twenty years that I've taken a test that right. mattered. Right, right, right. Like that, it really like right. something was. Imp- this was important. And yeah, it's not like watching training videos. Yeah, right. no. And and so and then you understand that the material is so vast, so oh, broad. Yeah. And then you're going to take a less than 200 question test. Right. You don't know what direction it's going to. So there was a lot of that on me. And um, yeah, man, we buckled in. I had great support from you. You know, all of my really close friends and, they, they, yeah. they, they, you know, I keep a very close knit. I don't have a yeah. why. I have a lot of friends. Yeah. But I've got only a few yeah, you, friends. That's, that's you know? something you'll learn a little later yeah. in life. Yeah. So, so I was able to, you know, confide in them, work with them, and they helped me with just confidence and just sort of boost right. you up and you need that. Yeah. And man, I locked down in my in my office in my in my in my in my game oh, I would, room. I would text Jason and <laughs> What are you doing, bro? He'd be like, I'm studying, bro. Shut up. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. Dang. I gotta learn how to study again. Oh, yeah. I Great. couldn't remember how to study. I'm like, how the hell am I what am I doing? I'm so bad at studying. And um I went in and took the test and um I I mean, I, I don't think I've done that well on a test ever. Listen, <laughs> I was a, I was a C student. I was that guy that was like, Jason, if you would just apply yourself, yep. you would. Mm-hmm. Yep, I get yep. it. And I applied myself. Aaron, everything's so funny to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I applied myself, and it and it came true. And when yeah. I passed the test, and you immediately get the results. Sure. I just stared at the computer screen. It was like, wow. All right. Yeah. Walked out of the room. Lady that administered and put you in the room for the test. I asked her, could I hug you? And she said, sir, no, but I appreciate the offer. And <laughs> Is that really what happened? <laughs> yes. I said to her, I go, I come out and she goes, congratulations. She goes, I'm going to print you your transcripts. And she looks at me and I go, I know we just met, but can I get a hug? <laughs> and she looks at me and she's a state worker. You know what I mean? Were you she walking around, you're just walking around with a sign over your neck in Market Square giving free hugs. Is that's that what you're doing? A, that's a, 
<laughs> You're killing me. Um, but yeah, no. So it is a big moment for us um, as a family. I mean, the support um, that of my friends and the community as a whole has been overwhelming. And, um, you know, we're excited. And I think that it's something that um, and that's, I, I might have been made to do. Yeah. And that's a tough thing. We're, I want to get into that. And it's. It's something that it it works perfect because we've we've always made little jokes and we'll we'll get into that. We're, we're gonna have to have a whole nother podcast because this is this this is us talking about changing into the into a career that you you kind of get into and are you know I mean I don't see you changing your career anytime soon again. Like this is this has to be it. <laughs> yeah, like unless unless you you know become a professional comedian unless you can start making a living make doing comedy yeah. you know i don't i don't i wouldn't see myself either changing yeah. into anything yeah but it's funny because like i i've always said too that we've always had a ton of jobs mm-hmm. even though you were at a couple places the last 20 years if you're like yeah i mean but yeah but we've all went through that process in our 20s is this i'm saying jason and i went through this process and i i, I got jason beat on this one because my 20s were <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll we're just gonna have a whole nother podcast yeah. about jobs. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of like you said. I mean, I'm chunking out my 20s from yeah. 23 to 22 right. till now was pretty much all in one industry, right? And 90 percent of it was with one company, right? So I mean, but I mean, I had a couple other jobs right. before that, but, dude. I yeah, I, I it's so funny because uh, when people say like, uh, you know, they learn you know about some of the jobs i've had and stuff and uh when i throw out to somebody you know i'm at some club and i'm like you know because i used to be a youth pastor yeah and they're like what mm-hmm. and i'm like oh yeah like i i went to college all intentions of being a filmmaker and an actor and then ended up transferring and becoming a youth pastor and then transferring out of that career into marketing and advertising yeah and then leaving that career to be a full-time actor and comedian right and that transition one of the things that um, that's so fascinating is that you're just trying to figure out what you want to do, but you want to stay, you know, you want to stay in something that you love doing. Yeah. And I could even say without even like asking you, you like people, love you them. love interacting with people and talking to people and influencing people with your mood. And that's, what's mm-hmm. one of the great things about you, mm-hmm. you know, is that you can, you can talk to a group of people or, and change their mood and, you know, make people feel welcome. And, right. you know, it's, I like that too. I love mm-hmm. being around people. Hence why I try to make tons of people laugh every sure. night. You know, I love that attention. <laughs> I love being able to influence people in that way yeah. with your personality. And so, uh, one of my last ditch effort jobs was real estate Yeah, and I passed the test. Yeah. Uh, I pay, I paid for classes, passed mm-hmm. the test when got my license, never used it, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, Part of my plan to part of my plan of doing that was it was basically my first original plan in having a job that I could dictate myself. Yeah. But also something that could transfer to Los Angeles. Mm. That's really interesting. That was my original plan. My original plan really was. My original plan was really to do real estate here for a couple years, you know, while I'm doing some comedy and acting. Yeah. And maybe that's a job I could have if I needed to move to Los Angeles. Right. And it actually 
never came to fruition. Like I actually went to my first couple meetings at a real estate agent that I was going to work with. Right. And you know, when, when they want you to work in your first couple months and, you know, not get paid. And, you know, I'm like, I can't, I can't do, I've made money every week my entire life. Right. Like I got to figure yeah. something out. Yeah. And, but I ended up just being able to go on tour and do stand up mm-hmm. for a living. And it and all then, happened. I mean, right. I mean, it's just, it just all started, kind of, yeah. It's not like I went into real estate and was like, you know what? F this. Right. It was kind of just all like, well, if this is what I got to do, I got to do it. But right. then I got like a commercial. Then I got a movie. Mm-hmm. Then then you start I'm touring with, you know, big name comedians. You know, it's like, oh, I'm paying my bills. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but what about real estate? And I'm like, I- I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. But I never went back. Yeah, because you yeah, because you I hit mean, it and you started working. Right. And so. It's it's kind of an interesting thing how that happens, you know? Yeah, I mean, and the thing, too, is, and anyone listening is just like, I'm 43 years old, well noted throughout our year together of podcasting <laughs> of how much older I am of Aaron. Um, Hundreds of years. Unbelievably seasoned. Moses went to high school with him. But Remember that joke? I think a lot of individuals would be very concerned and scared at 43. Yeah. And not, you know, and sitting there and going... I don't have a college degree. I all I could ever do is retail. Right. That's all I've ever done for twenty years. That's all you've ever done. Right. Where does that translate into another another avenue? That's what me and my wife sat down and talked about. You right. know, I could have very easily went within a week and ran another store somewhere else. Right. right. And I would have still been pissed off because the thing right. for me is about I, I want to see you. I want you. I want to see you as the GM of a justice store. Yeah, right, right. Claire's. Yeah, like I knew some people. They went and they they did. They went through the transition and boom, they jumped into another job with another and cover. They're, right? And they're managing and guess, some store to mall yeah, or and whatever. Guess, and guess what? They're still bitching about the same things they were bitching about at the other place. Right. And I've always found that that it's funny that there is not one issue that is exclusive to one one job. Right, it's right. funny that you will find the same issues. But what I needed was I needed life. Yeah. Before I, I, I did okay with the work life balance as good as I could. Yeah. Okay. I was at or for with my family as much as I possibly could. I made it to major events. I made it to plays and musicals right. and everything that my kids did. Right. I did as many sports games games as I could make it to. I coached for a period of time and was able to make that happen. You were involved in community stuff. I was involved in community stuff and things like that. But at the end of the night, I'm there going, I don't want to go do this again tomorrow. Right, I know. Like the job was just not – I reached an age where the money – was a driving force to give my family a sure. life. Yeah. And I made a good living. Um, and I reached a nice status. And my right. mind, I was always about, I need to be in this role higher, not for my own ego, but because I always thought then I can touch and influence a bigger number mm. of people positively. Well, That's sure. what always drove my career. But then I realized I got nothing. Like me personally, I felt empty hmm. in what I was doing because sure, it's yeah. a very, it's a very, it's not a very rewarding career in retail right. management. It's very, it's very challenging from that I mean, basically perspective. Basically, the joy you get out is the people you work with. Yeah, and, and then yeah. after that, you walk away from that. And it's just like, God damn it, I hate what I do. Like yeah. I hate doing this. So what we did when we sat down, if you're thinking about a career choice, it, it, it was at a time of my life where I was just like, I want to live. 
You know, I started doing things for the arcade comedy theater. I, I, I started doing stand up. I started doing improv. I started improvising. I started then as an operations manager of doing things and working and running the theater behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I found incredible joy in sure, that. Sure, yeah. But then what ended up happening was my career was keeping me from being there. Right. Aaron yeah. hitting me up. Hey, man, you want to do a podcast? Bro, hey, you want to come do a screener? You want to come do a b- podcast with me and Sean? Bro, I can't. I got to work. Yeah. I got to work till 11 at night and be back here at 6 in the morning. And you're like, mother, what? <laughs> I know. What? Like, and you know, and that, <laughs> so that's, I sat back and I said, you know, here I am. I got no college degree. I've got 20 years of working in retail, but I don't want to work retail. What is my strong suit? What do we do yeah. well? And it always comes back to people. And, 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 and that's where I'm at 43. I think that a 10 years later would have been even, would have been really scary. And, and it's funny too, that like I went through that, tr- that, you know, when I went through those job transitions and the career, career changes and career transitions that's good is that going from you know working uh with teenagers in ministry and in nonprofit, super rewarding but the structure is not amazing it's not right working for working for the good of of people is great but then the people you work for is not always fun right and i'm not saying all religious institutions or nonprofits are terrible they're not i mm-hmm. just i got i got a rough draw of them yeah um and also, it's a very we could talk about that later. But yeah, but uh, but what it was is that I wanted to what you're saying is you want to stay in something that you love. And it was mm-hmm. people. Yeah. It's like you want to you want to be, you know, involved in people. And also for me was creativity. Yeah. So that's kind of what led me to marketing and advertising. It was like, you know, I get to work with people. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to be creative and create things and be in charge of creative things. And, you know, and that was really cool. Um but then, like, you know, for people that are want to change a career, I think that's huge for what you're saying is you want to move into stuff that's like that makes you passionate. There are jobs there, yeah. it, which is I mean? interesting. And, 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 Remember now. <laughs> it, OK, go ahead. then. No, what I was going to say about real estate is that when you when you're transitioning from into jobs with that, that you want to use your people skills with mm-hmm. that, you know, people are like, oh, you're so good with people. You're good with talking with people and influencing people and, you know. They always go, oh, you got to go into sales. Yeah. You should go into sales. Yeah. You should. I, I've had multiple times people tell me I should sell cars. Yeah. People are like, you should work at a car dealership. I know they've said it to you. Oh, Jason, you're a car dealer. I, I, detail, oh, I worked at a car dealership oh, years ago. And Jason, they sell. But... You can make a, hundred, a couple hundred grand a year selling cars. Yeah. And, I, you know, it was always a thing where I, I was like, you know what? I like being positive to people. Yeah. And I feel like something, no disrespect to people who sell cars. I just. I didn't want a job where I, because of a quota, I had to convince an old lady to buy a Cadillac. Yeah. I just never wanted to be in that position. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like sales can get like that. And that's one of the things with real estate that you can, I always felt like it was like, it's, it's sales, but it's, it's not. Well, I mean, it you is, know it is. Not, I don't have to answer, you know, I don't have to answer to like my you're, broker. You're, you're creating or you're, you're working in a really helpful sales job. Yeah. You're helping people transition uh, yeah. through one of the hardest places in an adult life. Sure. Some real grown dad business. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just sold and bought a house. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. my real estate And that's agent, what sort of tuned me in Melissa's ears. Yeah. Was when you went through the process and then immediately after that. Well, during that time is when we were selling my mother-in-law's house. Right. We talked about this. Yep. So we it's kind of funny that it. we did a whole podcast about selling a house. Yep. In meantime, behind the scenes, 
me and Melissa are talking about, you know, going into real estate right. because I've found the process to be very invigorating. It is kind of cool. It yeah. was, you know, and there were things that, you know, you were saying to me about what was going on between your agent yeah. and the buyer and the it's seller's the agent. Fly, it's problem solving. Yeah. yeah. And it's supportive and it's allowing yourself yeah. to be supportive to somebody to, you know, maybe, you know, not to sound hokey or whatever, no. but, you know, to, to help them get something that they dream over about, you know, right. is, is owning a home together. And, and I'm excited about and that. They're, and what's cool about that is that in this type of sales job, there is kind of like an end and a goal that's kind of exciting yeah because at the end of that goal it's not like yay you got a new chevy malibu it's yeah. not it's like you have a new home yeah and you're gonna raise a family in, you have a new home build, for build your family, a new future or it's like we sold your house yes so we you just could sold go a house. Do whatever like that's you know what i mean yeah and and, and and that's you know that's part of it is just finding that that passion to want to help people and, and be able to translate into this is whatever a great podcast for real estate agents they should i don't know put this out there <laughs> i've been on the job for two days <laughs> yeah well this is your first training seminar jason <laughs> yeah how much you pay me for this one so You'd yeah. like to look into a career in real estate. Jason Clark will walk you through the process. <laughs> yeah. If you're down on your luck and you yeah. don't know. No. And so, it, it, you know, this it, it's as close to owning and operating my own business without the capital. Right. Okay. And, right. And, yeah. and that, you know, I've Absolutely. sat there and said, God damn it, I'd love to own my own business. But you know what? Oh, don't do that, Jason. It sucks. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I did. It sucks. But, but, but it was about finding, you know, between me and Melissa, finding how I balanced you know, a career and all of the other things that yep. I like to do. You hit me up. Hey, bro, we're going to, will you feature for me out in wherever, you know, in six weeks from now, eight weeks from now, I can make it happen. Right. Where before it was like, yeah, uh, I mean, you might you know, have a closing. I, I Well, yeah, definitely. I'm not, open house. I, I'm not blinded by the fact that at any time I need to be available for somebody. I totally get that. But you know what? I know one thing I'm not going to be doing is getting up at four o'clock in the morning to open a goddamn store so people can come buy nails. <laughs> I know. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Like I'm gonna get up yeah. at eight. Yeah, I don't have to get up at noon. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I can get up whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. So okay, except when I have to do radio and TV, that sucks. Right. But right. It's still fun. But yeah, I mean, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time for us as a family. And my, you know, you know, getting that call from your adult daughter, you know, when I, you know, just like she's like, man, I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. There is nothing that will melt you more than when your child is older and mm -hmm. she says to you, I'm really proud of you. Isn't that cool? And I'm sitting in an I'm sitting in an alley behind <laughs> the arcade comedy theater in my car. And you're soft. And she calls me <laughs> and this is the day I passed the test. And that was the first words out of her mouth. She yeah. said, I am so proud of you and I love you. I'm in an alley crying yeah dude <laughs> like and it's that's just what grown men do yeah 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 so uh <laughs> it, it's just it's been a great it, you know and this is like turning to like the jason clark story here but that's fine this is I, but this I, is a I, changing careers is a big deal for anybody if you're and listening a lot this, of and maybe you're on the fence and you don't know yeah. like what do you want to do you're not happy with your job and man I, and you're not truly ever stuck in a right. situation you you know damn it figure it out listen yeah. I'm, I'm driving an Uber. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. I got to make some money. Yeah. I got to look at Melissa and I say, how much money you need this month? Like, what right. do we need to balance this out? Right. She's like, I need X amount. I'm like, right. all right, I'll be back a little bit later. I'm going to go hustle a little bit. And it's, I'm cut that way. 
and and you know I, I I've always said I've probably have said to half of my Uber drivers I wish Uber was around when I was when, like ten years ago yeah I would be driving Uber in a heartbeat. Holler at your boy I was I mean, driving it I was driving a, actually one of my jobs was I drove an executive car yeah for whatever Mercedes rich and famous people whatever right. and uh, man I wish I had Uber. Yeah. I wish I could have just went and made money whenever I wanted. Yeah. But that's the like thing. Like, I can too, leave your house now and. You yeah, know, you could. I could pick up a yeah. couple people, make well, a few bucks. Well, here's the thing is like, and this is, this is the one thing that I think people would be concerned about. And I've talked to people about this before. And when you change careers, you know, now, Jason, you got a severance. You already mm-hmm. mentioned. Oh, yeah. Your wife works. She has a great mm-hmm. job. Yeah. You know, when I transitioned careers, I didn't have a nest egg. Sure. I didn't have a severance. Yeah. We had <laughs> I st- I started my new career as an actor and a comedian when we had a newborn baby. Yeah. So I'm dumb, but yeah. I I know that if I was in charge of that, I know that I would I I would do whatever it takes. Yeah. And I've and I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing is that when you're in that transition, you're like, Well, I still gotta make money. You know what? That's where you gotta you gotta rise above a lot of people, mm. and you gotta dig down and be creative, yeah. and think who do I know and how can I make some money? You'd be you'd be and amazed not- if you reached out and 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 and, and how far people will yes. go. Now, honestly, I mean, let me if you're an asshole, chances are you're not gonna have a whole lot of people there to we're be able to throw you a bone. We're assuming <laughs> you're like yeah, but nobody will hire me. You're kind of a dick. Yeah, it might be on you. I don't know. Yeah, there's things like that where, you know, when people complain about a circumstance where they're like, oh, well, I can't, nobody will help me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, "Eh, you got to question yourself then. You know, there's something else going on. I've never looked for anyone to give me a handout for anything, um, but I've always been good to people. And if you're getting a point that you need some help. Even if it's just someone, you know, yeah. sort of pat you on the back, man, yeah. and they're like, bro, you're going to get through this. And it's, it's, you know, every and every, you know, I always say be kind and be funny to people, yeah. you know, and before being a comedian, it was basically be kind, be mm-hmm. a good dude, yeah. be a good person, be a good person. And I, I can look back at every job I had in my 20s that that was somebody I knew. Yeah, it's somebody I hit him up and said, hey, man, you know, I'm looking I'm looking for some extra money. I'm looking for a different yeah. job right now. And they were like, of course, man, yeah. you're a great guy. There's two, there's two things of that yeah. is first is that you've got to, you know, be that individual to start, you know. And the other thing is pride is a bitch. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes you've that, you know, listen, thanks for bringing that up. Listen, man, I, I, you know, I to think that, you know, I'm like, I'm going to go drive Uber. Yeah. I'm driving Uber. Yep. And, uh, you know, I and you know what I love about Uber? I get to talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm talking to people and I'm learning about them and, and I had to get over the initial stab of like you're driving somebody. Yeah. And it's just like, who gives a shit? Right. I got I'm, I've got a goal in mind. Yep. And um, and now more than ever, we live in a society where you can go and get this stuff done. Right. You know what I mean? When I look at my son and I talk to my son. Right. You know, this this generation, you know, my son's not a millennial. You know, millennials, we, we sort of target everyone as a millennial. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. But, you know, he's not a millennial. But even into the millennials, they have found out that they can make things work. They can make things work if they're willing to go after it. There's a lot more at their fingertips than we ever had. Like you said, if I had Uber then. But they don't, but they don't have 
but they don't have the work ethic, oh, I believe. I, I, I always stay away from generalities like, because, you know what, I'm a Gen Xer. Jesus Christ, yeah. the things that the people were saying about my generation I when I was that age. Meanwhile, I'm sleeping in the back of a car in a yeah. parking lot of a But of then a again, dealership. the Gen Xers turned out to be the bootstrapper kind of generation. It so kind of made it work. I, I, I think that it... And we could talk about generational whatever. Yeah, right, right, we, that right. could actually be an episode, and I think sure. that we'd probably find that we would disagree on a few things. Um, but I believe that in every generation, it always comes down to the individual. Absolutely. Quit generalizing me. Hey. No, I absolutely agree. Greatest generation, my ass. Yeah, I know, right? You know what I mean? We've all yeah, you've you got all kinds of people, the old people that are terrible people. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. we've experienced I mean, so I don't want to get off on a whole thing there. This is kind no, of no, no, going no. into a weird no, no, territory. But you, but you brought up a great a great point. But is, we're at a time now where go you you can you can get some stopgap moments yeah. where you can figure it out. If you need a transition job, you need to go work at a convenience store, a gas station, a fast food restaurant. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Let me, can I, and I, I want to let me end on this story. Yeah. Let me can I tell you a story. Yeah. I think I think if you guys have any questions, sure show. Jason and I <laughs> well. Well, I mean, you know, I got to cut the grass and then do yeah. two more podcasts and then go to Wisconsin. So, um <laughs> um but no, I you know, and that is that is one of the main things is I I've heard from a lot of people and especially kids, you know, when I used to work with teenagers and you know, even like people I know through friends of family and stuff like that, you hear teenagers and they go, "I'm not doing that." I ain't doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing this. Or you hear an adult, you know, saying like, oh, man, I need a new job. Well, hey, you know, I know somebody that they're hiring. I ain't doing that. I'm not going down there and yeah. I'm not doing this. But job then you, or, but then you run I'm into like, then really? you run into an individual, I, you know, that is working three jobs. Right. And they're, they're, those and people I, have always been like, there, oh, too. I'm they're sorry. figuring it out. I'm sorry, prince or princess. I yeah. didn't know that. And, and let me tell you this story. And you, you have to you have to have a mindset that, look, you got to do what you got to do yeah and jason and i say this to each other all the time it 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 keeps us going you know it's just you you got to have a support system like you said yeah you got to have a support system my wife has always been supportive my wife has always been great um at at transitioning careers but it's that pride thing Mm -hmm. you know it's a thing where you know to this day i still say to my wife i Okay, I used to. I ran. A, I had my own landscape construction company for ten years. Also, yep. <laughs> okay, now we're really getting into. Yeah, that was throughout all those other careers as well. I was doing right. something on the side right. to make money as well. And I always say, you know what? If this doesn't work out, I can just go get a thousand dollar pickup truck and a lawnmower and a weed whacker that I already have. And go cut grass. And I know I can make a living. Yeah, because I know I can market. Mm-hmm. I know I can get customers. Mm-hmm. I know. If I stopped right now, I'd be making money next month cutting grass. Yeah, I know I could, and cutting down trees and planting. And, and they, listen, is it I, a, I could. Is it a far cry from being in front of a couple hundred people uh, telling sure jokes? It is. Sure, it is. But you know what? But I got a family to my take care are of. On. Yep, I'm paying you know the bills. I mean? My kids are eating. Yeah, and this is and it's and I learned about the the highs and lows of an entertainment career, but also kind of humbled me in a way where. You just got to keep doing what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to keep struggling along. And the the first two real movies that I was cast in, one was an ABC family movie. I filmed that for a month. I took off. I was off for a week. I had to quit my job in marketing and advertising mm-hmm. to do these two movies because it was like. That's what two, we're going to do. The two movies were taking up five, six months of my life. Right. I had to quit. I had to quit my, my last real job. Yeah. That's what I had to do. My last real career job was 
I was a creative director for a, a boutique advertising agency. Yeah. I had to quit it to do this ABC Family movie. And then I was off for two weeks. You know, my first movie, I'm, I'm in this movie with Steve Gutenberg and Richard Kind. And, like, it's crazy. I'm like, this is nuts, mm -hmm. you know? Two weeks later, I'm in a movie with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton, directed by Gavin O'Connor, you know, called Warrior. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing a Russian dude yeah. who's managing Kurt Angle, who's playing a Russian MMA fighter. Right. I'm learning Russian. Yeah, I know. Okay? I filmed this for three months, Jason. And over over these movies, and this is, this is an old story. You know, I, this was, you know, almost ten years ago now. You know, nine years ago, eight years ago, whatever. Over over like four months, I made like forty grand. Mm -hmm. And stupid me, mm -hmm. I thought, man, I have eighty thousand dollars in college debt. I should knock off a huge chunk of that. Oh uh, yeah. I for real, we sent triple quadruple payments on college loans for the next month or two, and you know you pay off twenty thirty grand of debt. And you still got 50 of college debt with degrees that you don't use anymore. I mean, that's the challenge. And I mean, that's yeah. God, well, damn. now, you know, now you learn in entertainment. You got to, you know, you never know when you're going to eat. Right. Or when you're going to work and eat. So you got to be careful. Right. You got to you got to spread your money out, you know. And people, you know, when people say, oh, you got a commercial. Oh, you're living up. I'm like, dude, that's that's like a paycheck that you got for per month. I might not get another one for three months. Four months, five months, a year. I'm not guaranteed to ever do a commercial or a movie ever again. Right. You know what right. I mean? You got to, yeah. you know, that's why I'm working week to week telling jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. what, what I love doing. It's what you got to do. Yeah. But I did, I did that. I spent all that money paying off debt and it was gone. That mm -hmm. money was gone. Having dinners with cool people and hanging out with famous people every day. That was gone. Two months later, that fall, I was in a lady from church, I was in her basement, waterproofing her basement yeah. by myself with headphones on, yeah. slapping concrete on the walls, painting a basement, dude, Yeah, making 10 bucks an hour cash Yeah, because I had to. You had to. Yeah. Because you had to. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm years into comedy, having a rough patch, mm -hmm. a friend of ours, actually, that we know who's on the board of Arcade Comedy Theater. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. You still do landscape construction? I need sod, a fence, a wall, and a driveway. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And I went by myself yeah. and built a driveway and a retaining wall and laid mm -hmm. sod by myself yeah, so, I mean, to if there, make a living. If there's anything that you're going to take away from this podcast. And then I was on stage that night yeah. with somebody famous. You can hire me and Doesn't Aaron. Doesn't matter. Yep. Me and Aaron. Okay, we'll we, could, we can come over. We'll, we'll do a tight five. Yep. We'll we'll even do some improv. We'll, I'll, we'll do I'll some build crowd a retaining we'll, wall for you. Yeah, we'll do a wall. We'll cut your grass. Uh, we'll spackle some stuff. Jason can um, go over profit margins with yeah, you. Yeah, and then we'll sell your house after we remodel it. And then I'll lead you to Jesus. Boom. <laughs> I don't really do that anymore. No. You just lead by example, dude. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's it. Hey, good luck, friends. Yeah, you're heading to Wisconsin. Yeah. Nice. I am. Uh, this weekend, I'm at uh, the Sky Skyline. <laughs> Skyline, yeah. Skyline Comedy Cafe at Appleton, Wisconsin. When you first put that out there, I was like, "Bish, enough with the damn Skyline chili!" All right, I pump your <laughs> brakes. I was like, for when I, I just seen the I word, I'm like, way out though. Nah, I won't. I'm not. Nah. But yeah, I got that That's going on, and yeah. uh, 
Uh, also in September, I'll be in South Bend, Indiana. I'll be in Oklahoma City. Uh, I'll be going to Notre. You going to Notre Dame? Yeah, you can go watch that firing. Yeah, Irish. dude, I'll I'll be in New Jersey. I'll be in Delaware. I'll be in North Carolina. I got a lot of one night uh, shows in some theaters. Uh, I am also at a couple theaters with Josh Blue again. That's fun. Uh, but yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. And then uh, you know, Arcade Comedy Theater is tonight is dark tonight. Tonight, when right. you hear this podcast, it's Friday. Friday. Uh, we will. Uh, yeah, I'm hosting the final stand up. Yeah. Uh, stand up show. Yeah. Jason's hosting theater. a preloaded show. Yeah. With uh, our good friend Norlex Belmas coming back home from from his home. His home is in Brooklyn, but he was born and raised in comedy here in Pittsburgh. So yeah. he's coming back for that. Um, we got my buddy uh, Colin Chamberlain's with us. Um, Amanda Avril. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them on. Suzanne, Lawrence. Suzanne Lawrence. Ian McIntosh yeah. is with us. Um, it's gonna be a great show. Assassin. Oh Jesus, Assassin. Assassin. Phil Assassin. Florence. Phil Florence. Young it's, Gun. This is such a great lineup of, of comics all the way across the board. Go we're check gonna, that out. We're gonna have a blast. Arcade Comedy Theater. It's our last weekend of, of shows tonight, Saturday night. Um, we'll finish up and then uh, we'll be back at you later in the month yeah <laughs> i'm not ready to give the date i know yeah i'll we're give not you the, i'll give you the date i'll feel better about it next well we week. can tell you uh october 6th and 7th two big huge shows for us uh october 6th will be our 100th episode mm, yeah uh october 6th we, we are tentatively tentatively uh, uh, hopefully recording and uh, having a live Grown Dead Business uh, episode 100 show at the new Arcade Comedy Theater. Right. And then October 7th is our first stand-up get-down mm-hmm. at the new Arcade Comedy Theater. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Yep, 943 uh, Liberty Avenue, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. 15022. What? Sound right. 811. Never forget. <laughs> That's the address, guys. That of, is. That the is. old arcade. Yeah. I yeah. try to get him to make 811 Never Forget t-shirts, but... Nobody was down with that. Yeah, that's too funny. And then I led him to Jesus. That's it.